those of you that don't like cussing, this episode's got a little bit in it, so you might not want to listen. You've been warned. How's it going, everybody, and welcome back to the Well Daggum Podcast, where by the end of the show, we hope to have you saying, Well Daggum, I learned something today. Big shout out to everybody out there. I'm just going to keep going with the shout outs. I know I say I got to stop saying that because it's not my lingo, but when the mic comes on, it becomes my lingo. So big shout out to everybody out there in the interwebs that are liking and sharing and subscribing and being a part of the podcast movement stuff, the Potter and family, if you will. We appreciate you. We thank you. If you're not a part, get on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Well Daggum Pod. Uh, I've got a. I've also got a TikTok, but I never make videos. I've never made a video. But if you want to message me on there, you can. I can get a hold of you. I've got a an OnlyFans account that's made up that I've never used, but I thought, hey, maybe I can make some money through OnlyFans, not being dirty. I mean, I'd show my dirty feet if somebody wanted it, but other than that, it's about as bad as you get. But if you're looking for it, it's out there. Uh, <laughs> but thank you for being a part. Be a be a part of the stuff. Follow, subscribe, share it with some people so that they can be a part of that world, uh, so that their ear holes can be blessed with the smooth sounding goodness of the well daggum world. Tonight on the show, or yeah, I always say tonight too. There's those key phrases that I can't stop myself from saying uh, on the show. Right now, in studio, in person, live for me, not for you because you're listening later. Excuse me, Tyler Havert. Or I say, I say I said, it, it's Havlin, but it's Havlin. Right. I see, I knew I was going to say it wrong, and I was like, dang it, I'm so nervous and excited. Uh, Tyler Havlin, how's it going? It, it's going good, man. <laughs> and let me just say that I'm going to start an OnlyPans account, right? <laughs> Go and for it. it. And it's just going to be me yeah. washing dishes. Dude, people will pay to see that crap, right? <laughs> There's weirdos everywhere. And, and us men, we don't do dishes a lot. Like, That's true. We need to step up our game. I yeah. get it. But I actually do dishes, and I really think I can put on some sexy shit. There you go. Maybe a silver thong. Uh, maybe like a maid, French maid outfit kind of deal. Right. You know, I feel you. And, and let me just say, as a big man, <laughs> I really feel slighted that I have man boobs, and they're shaped like flaccid fucking street cones <laughs> instead of round and voluptuous like, yeah it really bothers me the, the fact well i've got them too like i used to work out a bunch and i was like a power lifter and all and then i started getting fat and quit working out and they turned to boobage so, right i mean they call me c cup so it's like <laughs> it's what's going on but like if i have my shirt off i'm like i'm sorry guys it's a little inappropriate i should probably wear pasties or something i don't know <laughs> just if i might have titties I, i'd rather them be rounded I, not not street cones. Right. I, I, th- I think I'm on board with this. I, I think I would like to have just a little lift, maybe. Nip, yeah. A little nip and tuck on them, mm-hmm. a little push up. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I think that's a good stance to hold, man. I really think it would help the OnlyPans account. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would. Well, especially now nowadays with all the, you know, whatever fluid, uh, fluid, what's the word? Gender fluid? Gender fluidity. That's yeah. yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Make it sound smart. But yeah, with the gender fluidity, people are like, "Oh, I like what this guy's going going on, you know? This is a it's got bust of both worlds." Here. Right. <laughs> but no, I feel you. I wash dishes too. Uh, I'm I'm actually a stay-at-home dad. So I I'm all the time I'm doing laundries, I'm doing dishes, I'm cleaning toilets, wiping butts, you know. I I feel that. Yeah. I so. haven't worked in probably three months yeah and it's killing me man <laughs> it is like i 
I liked kids before I had kids, and then right. I had kids, and I realized I don't like kids. <laughs> we're we're the same person. <laughs> no, I love them, but I get what you're saying. There's points and times when they're like, you can't tell them no. I was like, no, you can't. It's literally one of my favoriteest things to do when I know they want me to say yes so bad <laughs> that they'll cry. And I'm just like, no. And I'm like, I don't care <laughs> to their face. Well, my problem is I, I have two girls. Yeah. And they both know that they're my soft spot. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, we can get this motherfucker to do whatever we want. He's dumb. <laughs> we just cry a little and he's going to break. Mm-hmm. And that's how it always happens. Yeah. Oh, ain't, yeah. Ain't like when I was young. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. They, I cried a bunch when I was a kid and they would just be like, ah, stop being a baby. You I, know. If I cried, my dad would go upside my head. Like, <laughs> Quit being a pussy. I find out that I'm so much rougher on my boy that way, in the same way. Like, they were getting a bath earlier today, and I was holding the little baby, and my wife was bathing him. So I stand there holding the baby, like, look at your brother and sister. And he stood up under the faucet and, like, just cranked his hip. Like, hit the faucet right on the back of his love handle and just lost it. Ah, Starts crying. And I was like, you're okay. I didn't know if he was okay. I was like, you're okay. Calm down. (laughs) He couldn't see it. So I was like, hopefully he's not bleeding profusely. He turns around. It's a you know a little raspberry or whatever, a little little spot. And I was like, "You're not bleeding. You're fine." Ah, ah, just losing it. And my wife's like, "It's okay, Bubba." She's trying to calm him down, and I'm sitting here being like, "Quit being a pest." Like, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a lot rougher on my boy than the girls for sure. I feel like I'd be the same way. Like, oh, why'd you do that? Yeah, dumbass. Yeah, I told you not to do that. You did it. You're paying the consequences. Little, they they can't understand that though. Little girl does it, and I'm like, "Oh, are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> Won't even be a bruise or a mark. Like, Let's go to the hospital. Let me lay you on this pile of pillows while I get you some grapes. <laughs> Sorry. You'll be all right. But anyway, Tyler, <laughs> we just jumped right into things. Tyler is from a podcast that we're uh, friends with. We've actually had one of his uh, co-hosts on our show here at the Well Daggum World. And uh, Shorty, uh, oh great, the dog and kids are being crazy. I think my name all's here. For the kids. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, he's a he's a part of a podcast called The Inner Idiot. Tell us a little bit about The Inner Idiot. Well, I mean, it, it, the name pretty much sums it up. We're just a couple idiots that <laughs> just talk about whatever. We do a top five every day. Um, not every day, every, every show. Episode, yeah. And then sometimes we'll get into history because not only are we idiots, but we like to educate motherfuckers sometimes yeah. on stuff. And then we'll do, like, some strange facts. Yeah. We have another host, Ava. She'll do reviews. Um, and that's really about it. We like to have local people on. Yeah. And we we say the things that you think that you're just not allowed to say out loud. <laughs> we, we go ahead and put that out into the world. Yeah. Like, here you go. There's no taking it back. Right. Yeah, that's that, a big part of this show is that was something I wanted to portray was people being open. And people just being able to share, talk, talk like you talk, say the things that literally pop into your head with no consequences. But everyone I have on is like, no, there's consequences. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking or say what I want to say or say what I would say in private with like close friends. Pri- <laughs> private and public are pretty much the same thing to me. Right. I probably say more in public <laughs> than I do in private. Like if I say something to myself, sometimes I'm like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that. In public, I'll say it about like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's more where that came from, bitches. 
<laughs> the one of my favorite things about listening to the inner idiot. Now, see, when Shorty started off, I had him on here. He was talking about starting a podcast, and he started the Dimwits with Dummies. Yeah, and uh, and shortly after, you guys started the Inner Idiots uh, or Inner Idiot. I don't know how you would want to phrase it. I guess with more than two, more than one. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you guys started that up and stuff, and I started trying to listen. And uh, Rosemarie actually. Uh, through the pandemic stuff, I ran into her, who's Shorty's sister, and was like, uh, yeah, I've not heard uh, anything from the Dimwits and Dummies in a while. And she's like, oh, you've not listened to the Inner Idiots? And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, they've got a whole other one that they've been doing. And I was like, I saw them post about it the first time they did it, but I've not kept up. I didn't have the alerts on. She's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They've been making new episodes. You need to get on. I was like, okay. Started listening a few months ago again to get caught up on things, and I've just been going to back episodes and getting caught back up and, and trying to – it's. It's weird in podcast world because you can listen to a famous person and they're being like upfront and honest and it becomes a, you feel like you know them. You, you feel like you become their buddy. And so like you want to comment on their post on social media like, oh yeah, dude, you remember when this happened? Like you weren't there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like that when I listen to you guys because I've known Shorty. So I feel comfortable like, oh yeah, I know him. And then I start to listen to you and I'm like, I feel like I know Tyler. I feel like I should have been like, oh, yeah, I remember you from three years ago when, you know, we went to Oktoberfest or something weird. And, but anyway, I, I feel like I know you. I feel like I, I, I'm sorry if I get too comfortable. And <laughs> that, that's what we aim for, man. I, I love the interactions. Yeah. Like, I, I ain't going to lie. Like, if I was famous, I'm that guy. I want you to come up and talk <laughs> to me. I want you to enter, enter, interfere with my meal. I want right. to be shoving a fucking hot dog so far goddamn, my goddamn throat, and you walk up to me be like, hey, I, how are you doing? That's me. Right. So. Yeah, when you get that for a certain level of fame, it's like, oh, why do people want to bug me? It's like, you're famous. That's your whole thing that you're doing. Yeah, right. you wanted that attention. You get it now. Get over it. Yeah, I'm an I'm an attention whore. Like there there's a few things in this world I'm addicted to. Graphic tees, yeah, tennis shoes, and being validated by others. Those are my three big things. Yeah, validation from others has always been a problem for me of just wanting acceptance or wanting to make sure that people like me. If someone doesn't like me, it ruins my year. Like if one person, even if I don't like them, and they they get this weird thing in their head of like, uh, he did this, he's a horrible person. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not a horrible person, <laughs> and I've got to prove it to you. Even though I don't like you, you've got to like me. So, and, you know, and that's a part of my, my comedic uh, flair, I think, is just trying to get people to, it starts off trying to get people to laugh, but anymore, I guess being a dad and, like, just kind of being calloused and tired all the time, like, I think I've gotten more to make people uncomfortable with my comedy and, like, try to make them cringe a little more and make them... Um, uh, second guess my friendship. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You ain't, I don't care what you feel as long as you feel something when you talk to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. Don't care what you feel as long as you feel something. Um, so anyway, uh, Tyler is a part of the inner idiot. Go check it out. They're on social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, any other platforms that they can try to listen to your guys show through. Uh, no, that's it. I mean, Spotify, Spotify, uh, all the regulars. Yeah, we are not on Apple Music. Apple hates us for some reason. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I and and that's funny because I mean I eat apples every day. I love apples. <laughs> I love keeping doctors away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't throw them at the doctor though. <laughs> I will keep them away. Yeah, but, but I mean sometimes you need them to come close to you. Yeah, you don't want to have that lawsuit from a doctor. They got money to spare. 
Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's that's their spiel for their show. Uh, go check them out, The Inner Idiot. It's really fun. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. They have a lot of, uh, I've enjoyed Ava's segments. I've enjoyed Shorty's segments. Uh, and you're you're just always spouting out from the top of your head, man. I, I love your uh, two claps and a Ric Flair. That's uh, every time they introduce someone on the show. And uh, and just your 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 banter, I guess, is what's it's, it's exciting and fun. Um, but uh, did you bring a couple stories with you? Yeah. So um, I've been <laughs> off work for a couple months with okay. an injury. Yeah. So I've been on workers comp. And I'm getting up there in age, a little long in the tooth. And I started thinking like, man, if this would have happened to me years ago, like it would have been such a different story. Yeah. So I started thinking about to the other injuries I've had. So I thought I would talk about those a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and let me just say, things are so different in this day and age because the first story I got for you, and they, they're short, they're quick, they're just a couple minutes long. That's good. Um, today, when somebody our age or our parents' age, say, rub some dirt on it, yeah, kids today are like, huh, huh, that, that's not funny, Dad. <laughs> like, I, I ain't fucking joking, dude. Rub some goddamn dirt on it. Walk on your way. <laughs> so I'm 13 years old. It's funny. I always get hurt at work. That's just how it works. Yeah. I'm 13 years old. I'm working for my father. He owned a construction company. And pouring concrete, and this is a summertime gig thing I did. He'd, he'd let me do it to either put a little money in my pocket or if I did something dumb through the school year that cost him a lot of money, like this is how you're going to work it off. Yeah. That's, that's a good parenting skill. <laughs> right. So we're pouring a front porch. Okay. And... He's got a saw form, setting form on a front porch. He's like, hold the board. So I'm holding the board, and he cuts half my right thumb off. Okay. All right. <laughs> now, I'm I'm in shock and crying. Dad, you cut my thumb off. Yeah, 13, of course. Yeah. Don't nobody call CPS. This is the way things were back then. Yeah. Not, so, not getting him in trouble. Just saying right. it sucked at the moment. He's like, no, 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 you're fine. Uh, Dad, I'm fine. Half my fucking thumb's hanging off. How the fuck am I fine? So he takes some dirt, you know, because we're kneeling right there. He takes some dirt, and he grabs my thumb, and he just starts rubbing the dirt in on yeah, my thumb. and get to clot the blood up right. and keep it from flowing. Yeah. And then he takes duct tape and wraps it around it. <laughs> now, I shit you not, there's barely even a scar on my thumb. Oh, dang. Cut it a long way. You can't even see the motherfucker right. anymore. <laughs> so when we tell you youngins to fucking rub some dirt on it, like, we know what we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, I think that was a blood clot method of, like, we didn't have these, like, packages you could throw on it to clot the blood. It was like, oh, throw some dirt on it. It'll make mud. It'll dry. It'll stop bleeding. <laughs> right. I mean, sanitary-wise, yeah, probably not the best, but you can clean it. Right. You know, that's why they got doctors and stuff. And and the older I become, I just, I turn into more of a pussy. Like, if that would have happened to me today, right? just my thumb, I'd have been like, fuck it, cut the whole goddamn hand <laughs> off, I'm going to die. Call Dr. House, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that that was my first ever work injury that I can I can vividly remember. I mean, I was thirteen. I probably shouldn't have been working anyways. Right. But that that's the bigger uh, question in hand. Yeah. Like what what job? Like how did you pay him? <laughs> <laughs> he paid me really good. I was thirteen, so this was twenty four years ago. Right. So back then, minimum wage is what six fifty seven dollars. Not even then, it was like five twenty five. Really? Well, he was paying me eight bucks an hour under the table. Dang, he was rolling in it. IRS, don't be listening. <laughs> Fun. It's funny, my brother works for the IRS. He's a fucking auditor. I'm like, stay the fuck away from our dad, okay? <laughs> he remembers those days in childhood, and he's like, I'm working for the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he worked for him, too, under the table. Oh. So, 
<laughs> you hear that? I got the dirt on you, not yeah. just on my thumb. Help me with my taxes. <laughs> so um, there's the first one. And like I said, if that had happened to me now, like, fuck it, I'm just going to fall on my sword. Like, just. <laughs> I lived a valiant life. Say something nice at the eulogy. <laughs> so the next one happened with him. I got I got three more injuries to talk about. Yeah. So the next one was with him. And do you know if you've never seen Steel Mesh, it's yeah. like chicken wire, but much thicker and rusty. Right. So you put this down when you're like gonna pour a driveway or a street and it comes in rolls. Yeah. And let me tell you, I I I was threatened to be fired every goddamn day by my dad. <laughs> Damn it, I'm gonna fire you, son. Like, no, you're not. Just calm calm down. Yeah. Calm your tits. <laughs> And then I got tits, so now it's like, let's calm our tits together. Yeah, let's uh, – never mind. I was going to go a different route, but yes, <laughs> calm your tits. <laughs> so he's like, put this put this in. And, and he had always instilled in me, when you are unrolling this, because it's a two-man thing, two people have to unroll it. When you are unrolling this, never let go. You will severely hurt the person with you. Yes. So across uh, from me unrolling this – metal fucking roll of death <laughs> is somebody named Billy Bob who really enjoys the meth. Okay, cool. Okay, well, he's a great worker. Yeah. But he really liked smoke boats. Okay. <laughs> well, we're unrolling it, and I swear my dad says, son, don't you let go of that, because he said it every time. And yeah. not 10 seconds after he fucking said, don't let go of that, Billy Bob, let's go. Oh, let's no. go of it. This shit rolled up, and I got one hand away. Yeah. But the edges are cut with clippers, so they're jagged edges. Yeah, all over it. Sharp little points. Three points go right into my fucking hand. Oh, my gosh. And I just look, and it, once again, I'm in shock. Yeah. I ain't crying this time because I'm about 17. Yeah, a little more grown. So I'm just looking at it like, well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and this meth head across from me starts laughing. Yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm going to stab you right in the goddamn <laughs> eye. And my dad starts laughing. Because he was always telling you not to do it. Yeah, I was like, you ain't going to fire him. Yeah. Nope, he's a finisher. Like, uh, well, you're, can just, I have, you're just a grip, dude. Yeah. Like, I can replace you. Do I get the rest of the day off? Nope, rub some dirt on it. Yeah, get some get some electrical tape, wrap it up. I find, I find electrical tape helps with cuts way more than duct tape. I've not tried it. Uh, well, it's less sticky, but at the same time, the elasticity of the of the tape. See, I'm using these big words. I'm trying to impress you. It's sexy. I, I can dig it. <laughs> but it stretches a lot more so, as opposed to the duct tape, which is just, you know, it's where it's at. You're not stretching that out. It's yeah. really super sticky. But yeah, black tape, which I worked in a coal mines. So a lot of that was, you know, it was always more... More around for us than uh, the duct tape was. So well, I bet you deal with some injuries in the coal mine. Um, yeah, I didn't have to do the stuff like my my dad did and my brother did. Like I went underground a few times, but I was an outside guy working in the preparation plant where they clean the coal and stuff. And and I worked I worked a couple different mines. Uh, but yes, I, there was several times I was almost killed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fun. Yeah, we we've got the bobcats, the skid loader. Uh-huh. We had a guy get one of those stuck before. Like, I mean, just really weird, different stuff that, yeah, it was weird. I don't know. We we had a lot of fun, though. But it's funny to go from being a coal miner. Like when you were saying earlier, you miss working. When I went from being a coal miner slash I worked at a water company digging holes, just manual labor person, and then I became a stay-at-home dad, it's been like – It's it culture flipped, shock. It flipped my world upside down. You know, I've been dealing – I need a therapist, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, my physical therapist has turned into my therapist. Oh, really? This poor girl, I unload so much shit on her while she's working my arm out and shaking my arm out. Like, I, she really, 
that insurance company needs to pay her double because she is pulling double duty. Yeah. Well, it's it's bringing that pain, and you're remembering it from your childhood, and you'd be like, why wouldn't you fire him, Dad? And she's like, wait, what? Exactly. Uh. Well, yeah, so that was that was interesting, and, and I rubbed some dirt on it. Yeah. Now, if I'd have told one of my – I would never say it to one of my little girls because I'm probably going to hurt more if they hurt themselves, right. but I would never tell one of them to rub some dirt on it. Right. But now my girlfriend has a son, and if he got hurt, I'd probably tell him – yeah. Hey boy, rub some dirt on that. It's the it's the the dad or the male to male ratio thing. I don't know what it is. I'm so much harsher on my boy. I, I just don't understand it. My dad was rougher on me and my brother, and then he like other kids would come over and they're like, "Your dad is the coolest dude ever," and I'm just like, "Yeah." <laughs> you don't know him that well. Yeah, you know him as Eddie. I know Dad. Right. <laughs> like it's a different world. And, and that's the way my dad was, man. My little sister got babied. Yeah. My little sister's great. She is. She's yeah. an awesome person. But man, she because she, she had it so easy growing up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, so that was that was the second injury. The next injury is um, I was let's fast forward. It was two or three years. Now. You, you've done construction work, obviously, yeah. so you know a trailer hitch is undefeated. Oh, yeah. Undefeated All when you bang your shin on it. Right. Okay? Yeah, it doesn't well, move. Well, I decided <laughs> I was going to take it a little further. Okay. So I'm up on the back of a dump truck, and I had these um, 2x12s okay. as, like, side railing, and you had to take the top one off when you were going to load one side of it. Yeah. Well, I'm the grunt gopher. Yeah. Hey, climb up, up there, get the 2x6 off. So I get up there, I get it off, and I'm standing on the back of the dump truck, which, while it's being loaded, I shouldn't have done it. Right. You didn't need to watch the dirt fall in. It's dirt. (laughs) But I didn't want to climb down and then climb back up. (laughs) Well, somehow I made it with my life intact past that part. I get the 2x12 on. I go to climb down. I'm not the most graceful swan in the pond. (laughs) So this is why they talk about a three-point system when you climb ladders yes okay yeah always have at least one hand two feet or two hands one foot three points of contact at all times well for some reason i decided i was going to go with the one point (laughs) not on purpose i don't know maybe maybe i was drinking that day well i come sliding down the back of the the dump truck yeah and my shin lands on the trailer hitch of the dump truck. Okay, now was your leg bent so that the shin was fully flat when it cracked into it? No. Okay. So it was it was at an angle. All right. So the trailer hitch said, oh, that's a nice shin you got there. Let me just rearrange a few things. <laughs> Let me make it better. So it goes into my leg, yeah. and then I continue to fall, and it goes up my leg. Oh. Yeah. It's so like under the skin, up in. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, Dad, um, I got to go to the hospital. We ain't rubbing dirt on this motherfucker. It's going to hurt. He's like, well, if you go to the hospital, will you tell him it didn't happen at work? (laughs) What the fuck am I supposed to say? Okay, you can go this time, but can you say you did it at the house? (laughs) Right. So I go to the hospital, and they're like, how did this happen? I was work. Um, I was outside running around, and I ran into a trailer hitch. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. Didn't seem like a shit at all. It's like, it doesn't look like you ran into that. <laughs> right. Now, again, fast forward to today. If this would have happened today, it's like, take the leg. <laughs> Fuck it, take the other leg so it doesn't happen to that one. I don't need legs. Which, honestly, if I was going to lose a limb, it would be. I would much rather lose my legs than my hands. Right. Because, I mean. I mean, you can walk on your hands. Right. You, I mean, you can get you, a fucking wheelchair. Right. 
I see people do that all the time. It's just the they put their knuckles down or their right. hands down, and they make a lot of cool things happen. I can't pet kitties or grab titties if I ain't got no hands. <laughs> I don't know. What was that old movie, the guy that didn't have arms, and he was like in a wheelbarrow and would use his feet for everything? <laughs> that, that might have been a mad TV sketch, actually, with Jim Carrey. But... <laughs> Jim Jim Carrey was in Living Color. That's what it was, in Living Color. Those yeah. are the only two sketch comedy shows I've ever enjoyed. <laughs> Saturday Night Live is so bogus. Yeah, it oh, is getting lame. The best parts they have now is the stuff that's pre-recorded. And it's like, well, it's not Saturday Night Live for that point. But, you know, smart writers, just poor execution, I think. Right. And I don't I don't dig the comedians they have most of the time. Right. It, it's really weird because, like, Adam Sandler, awesome dude. Yeah. I don't know if he was ever on it, but I don't know that he has been. But it's like comedians like that. I, I don't dig their stuff. Yeah, like David Spade. Some yeah. of his stuff's okay. Right. Um, Deuce Bigelow was the only thing I could like from <laughs> what was that guy's name? Uh, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. That was yeah. about it. I and saw him live once. Did you? Yeah, it, it was in Lexington, and they, he was coming in. It was like, I, I mean, his his old movies are funny. So I'm like, yeah, let's go see his stand up. And he he had a great time. And it was when I was drinking, and so like I got. I got pretty shammered, and uh, I was outside, and everybody was like signing up, lining up to do uh, autographs with him. And the guy before him was like from Kentucky. He was a local dude, really funny guy. Can't remember his name for anything now, but uh, everybody kept coming up to him and saying, "Can you take a picture of me and Rob Schneider?" And I'm like, "He was the headliner, or he was like the opener. Like you should respect him." As and I'm drunk, so I'm just like, "Oh, I'm going to show Rob Schneider." And he he was a local guy. Yeah. Did he happen to be bald? No. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'll find him. I've got his stuff written down because he he came back to town here recently and did a show or something. Or not recent, but like in the past couple of years. But uh, anyway, everybody was doing that, and I was getting mad at Rob Schneider when Rob didn't have anything to do with it. It was everybody else doing that. Like, oh yeah, here get to. So in my head, I was like poking the date I was with, and I was like, "Hey, wit, check this out." I got something planned. And she's looking at me like, please don't. <laughs> please tell me you asked Rob Schneider to take a picture. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes, people. <laughs> it's exactly what I did. I get up there, and I'm all proud of myself. And first off, before I get up to him, there's the classic line on Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. That's a huge bitch. And there was this chick that was like, had heels on, was dressed up, really nice looking, beautiful lady. And she had to be every bit of like six foot to six three in her heels. And he is a tiny dude. Like, I'm a short guy. And he was, me and him were, like, looking eye to eye for sure. So she goes up, and she's, like, leaning down trying to get the picture, you know, like, getting right beside his face. And I was just like, hey, Drunk Josh, you should say this. And so I said, (laughs) that's a huge bitch. (laughs) And even Rob Schneider went, (laughs) like, he chuckled. And I was like, I did it. I'm in. He likes me now. He didn't know who said that. You know, it was, he probably hears that every 10 minutes when he's out in public. And uh, so she stood up and she towered over him like by two foot and everybody laughed like in the crowd. Like it was really good. And I was like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in and my joke's going to land. This is going to go great. I get up there. I shake the first guy's hand. I was like, dude, you were awesome. I really loved what you did. Rob, thank you so much for coming to our town. You know, it's great to get to see you. I never thought I'd get to meet a famous person like this. This is great. Uh, can you do me a favor and take a picture of me and so-and-so? whatever his name was at the time. <laughs> because I was like, I feel bad because everybody keeps doing this. So can you take a picture of me and so-and-so? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I can. And I gave him my phone. And so he took a picture of me. And I was like, thanks so much, Rob. And I walk off because <laughs> I'm not I'm not even going to get a picture with him to give him the gratification. I was just like, thanks, guys. Awesome show. And I start walking off. So my date was like, 
you're such an asshole. <laughs> and so she's like, Rob, can I get a picture with you? Like to make up for the fact that I, she's like, I can't believe you just walked off and didn't get a picture with him too. I was like, I had to get my point across. <laughs> that is, that is amazing. And I love it. I, I was so proud of that moment and nobody else. I mean, now people will know, but no one else would ever remember that. And some drunk guy was probably like, <laughs> want to hang out with that dude. You <laughs> showed him. Yeah. He's going to go back and wipe his tears with his $100 bills now. <laughs> Which he was a great guy. He did a great show. He wasn't like too uppity or anything. Polly Shore, on the other hand, he, he was a different story. <laughs> See, now I've, I've heard I've heard a horror story about Polly Shore from a local comedian. Yeah. Um, that he's great to work with, but he treats his underlings poorly. Yeah. Well, he's so. been messed up from a child. His mom run what the comedy store in L.A. Yeah, and so yeah, the he, Laugh Factory. The is Laugh that what Factory. It was? May, is it the Laugh Factory? I can't remember. I'm Joe Rogan sure. and them talk about it all the yeah. time. But uh, it's like but, the yeah. mecca for comedians, right? So he was getting like babysit by like Andrew Dice Clay and stuff. <laughs> like so, you I know. wish Andrew Dice Clay would have babysat <laughs> me. So yeah, he was messed up from childhood, and so I can't blame him. I did love his shows in the 80s and the 90s. I loved them. Oh, man. Son-in-law, all that stuff. I was always the weasel. I was like, yeah, call me the weasel. And everybody's <laughs> like, you can't give yourself a nickname, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. It's got to come from other people. And I was like, but I want to I wanna be the weasel. But anyway. Before I get to my next story, let's talk about one more comedian. Okay, go for it. And and he was, I saw his standing up, and I'm thinking, oh, man, this is going to be good. Yeah. Um, it wasn't in person. It was just on TV, and I never knew he did stand up. And I was right. like, this this got to be good. So you've seen The Hangover, right? Yes. I think his name's Cho. Cho. Oh. The, the little mushroom dick. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, Asian the Korean guy. Yeah, he's actually also a doctor. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Chan. I think yeah. he had a show called Dr. Chan where he played a doctor. Well, he did a stand-up. Okay. And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be great. And yeah. I watched it, and it was the most disappointing stand-up <laughs> I have ever seen. Like, I'm just, it, the whole time you're waiting for a punchline. Yeah. Like, okay. And he's All just, right. He's just being stereotypical Asian to mm -hmm. try to be funny by being yeah. Asian. <laughs> and and then. And Din? No and Din? No and Din. Okay. You sure there's not an and Din? All right. Well, nothing. No more and Din! Yeah. Nothing. Like, oh, I was so disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. You know, we, we build people up. That was like Polly Shore. I mean, I built him up, and he came to uh, when they still had the funny bone. Yeah, they still had the funny bone down in uh, Newport. Uh, Newport. And I, I cannot believe that's him. gone. I, it, it kills me. Because I, I, I don't like going up to Liberty Township. That's where it's at now. I don't even know where fuck Liberty Township is. It's up in Ohio, and it's they took a giant big farm field, and they built a small little city with all these restaurants that are outdoor and, like, uh, a little shopping mall, uh, movie theater. So basically took what Newport on the Levee kind of was and made it better, but it's in the middle of a cornfield. So okay. they've got hotels, they've got condos that are built into it. But, you, I mean, you're just driving, and it's cornfields, and it's farmland, and then boom. This little made-up city they threw in the middle of nothing. It's nice. Don't get me wrong. They got cool restaurants. They got cool things. But I don't like to drive all the way up there to see a comedy show when I used to drive five minutes. <laughs> well, we're actually trying to put a comedy show together here local. Oh. You know, in, in Florence. Okay. We are in talks with a venue right now. I've got a couple comics of that Holy I'm, crap. I'm talking to. So yeah. It's going to be my first taste of on stage. Yeah. I'm going to host it. Okay. Well, the show's going to host it. What we're going to do is we're going to um, we're going to have the comic stand up talk. Yeah. And then we're going to take a ten minute break and record for ten minutes with that comic. Yeah. Have the next comic stand up talk. Nice. And then record for so just kind of a an experience that this area doesn't get very often. We're trying right. to bring that around. Yeah, I need to get you in contact with some guys that have been through that route before. So awesome. Yeah. Would love yeah. that. 
All right, so the last injury I'm going to talk about, and you've probably heard me tell this story on the show. Okay. All right. Now, in life, there's a time to laugh, yep. and there's a time to not laugh. Correct. And and we're going to discuss what, what time is to laugh and when it's not to <laughs> in this story. So I'm at work, and this actually, I was not working for my father for this one. I was working for a company called Scott's Lawn Service. Okay. Yeah, so Scott's. We, that's a big one. Yeah, we go, we put chemicals on your lawn we bounce we leave yeah well there was this cabinet on the side of the truck where we would keep our spreader and our sprayer and everything yeah and it had a hole in the floor so it also doubled as a portalette okay <laughs> so you gotta go you gotta go to the bathroom yeah. you just go in here drain the main vein yeah keeps you hid get the the tool the tool chest door to keep you kind of yeah. blocked off yeah so i got in it took it took everything out i got in it closed the door <laughs> latched it and I'm pissing, and it just happened to be the longest piss of my life. <laughs> now, see, when you said this at first, I thought you just stand outside and leave the door hatch open and just go into it. You stand you, up in you this You actually get into it. Yeah, and it's tall enough. You ain't got a duck, nothing. You just get up in there. I mean, really, if you had to, if you had to set a deuce loose, you could probably do that in there, too. Yeah, but I, I just wouldn't recommend it, probably. <laughs> so I get up there, and there's, like I said, there's a hole on the floor, you know, to yeah. drain liquids. I just piss right into that hole. Yeah. Well, I hear my cabinet start to open. I latch this motherfucker. <laughs> so somebody's turning the handle. So I stop midstream, pinch it off, and I turn and say no. And I'm right a- after I say no, there is an explosion from my PP. <laughs> my the head of my PP exploded and flowered. Wait, what? Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> So, I thought you were just being like, oh, I couldn't hold it back anymore, and I just peed everywhere. Like, I know it exploded. What? Yeah. I have not heard this story, and I'm glad I have now. So Go on. <laughs> so there I am with a bloody dick, blood oh. all over my hands, oh, no. and my mind goes to, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my dick. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm going to get urine in my bloodstream. I'm going <laughs> to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. So I get back in my truck. I leave all my equipment at this house. Why? Well, yeah, that's get, a that's a point. You go, you get, leave. Get in my truck. Call the lady in the office. Like, hey, I'm coming back. I have to go to the hospital. What happened? You don't want to know. Yeah. No, I need to know what happened. Well, my dick exploded. Uh, You're right. I didn't uh, need to know. <laughs> okay, go to the hospital. So I drop my truck off. I get in my car. I go home to get my wife at the time first. Yeah. Like, because I'm freaking the fuck out. Yeah, like, need, this is my pee-pee. Like, uh, yeah. I've, this is as much yours as it is mine. We need to work on this together. <laughs> so I'm crying. I'm like, honey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to die. Yeah. I'm going to lose my dick. I mean, something bad's going to happen. So <laughs> she takes me to the hospital. And they take me back triage. And she's walking. Ma'am, you need to stay here. <laughs> they get back here. And I'm a big man. Yeah. They look at me, stone cold sober. Does your wife abuse you? <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter what the fuck happens. I, she, she calls me dumb, yeah. But she didn't do this. She's yelling at me in the lobby, yes, but. <laughs> Let's just fix the problem at hand. She's not a Lorena. We're good. Just fix this. <laughs> right. So so we get back to the to the room, and they get to me fairly quickly. The nurse yeah. comes in. I'm pantsless at this point, which which is great. Usually, if I don't have pants on, I'm happy, but not at this point. <laughs> like, at this point, like, I just want... Yeah. Just fix my pee-pee. <laughs> so she gets down on her knees, and she puts my dick in her hand. And okay. she's 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 nose to tip with it. Yeah. And remember, I said there's a time not to laugh. <laughs> this goddamn nurse starts laughing. 
laughing. Laughing. I look. I, what are you laughing at? Yeah, this is Did not you, a laughing matter. Not at all. Like what? What? What is funny here? <laughs> so she, be right back. She stands up, walks out like this bitch. Yeah. Can you believe she just laughed at me? Just, just calm down, honey. All right, oh. all right. All right. Doctor comes in, pulls up his rolly chair. Sir, let me let me see it. He's nose to tip. <laughs> and wouldn't you be damned? This motherfucker starts laughing oh. too. Like, what what's going on? Like, I mean, I'm not the most well hung motherfucker in the world, but it ain't that goddamn small. What is so fucking? Funny? I know I shaved a lightning bolt down there, but you know. <laughs> So needless to say, I, I still have a PP. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still alive, thankfully. Good, good. Um, so he gives me this cream, and he says, "Look, put some Vaseline on it. Keep this cream on it. You can't wrap it up. You yeah. cut off circulation. This and that. So <laughs> don't put duct tape on it. <laughs> right. Don't rub no dirt on it. <laughs> so every time." For three months after that, every time I pissed, I had to sit down to pee. Yeah. Or I had to get in the shower and have water running over me to piss. Okay. So I didn't piss right for three months. Oh, wow. And now. Because I'm guessing it goes every direction, not just. Well, that and it just hurts like a motherfucker. Uh, okay. So, like, okay. the sitting down releases some kind of pressure when you pee. Yeah. Makes you more comfortable. Yeah. The water running over it kind of um, stops it from coming out so hard. Okay. Apparently, you've got a lot of pressure build up in there to yeah. explode the head of your penis. Yeah. yeah. Now, <laughs> I couldn't have sex for three months, which wasn't a big deal because I was married, so maybe I only missed out on it twice. <laughs> I feel you. And, you know, I'm sure she had a boyfriend or something at the time that she was sleeping with, so that was fine. <laughs> um, Ex-wife, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's my injury stories. Wait, and, wait, wait. I feel like there was a, a crescendo of a buildup of, like, why they giggled and laughed. I was waiting for it to be like, there I was- never found out <laughs> why. That is the worst part. Was, to this day, I want to know what the fuck they were laughing at. I was wondering if it was, like, something of, like, oh, wait, it didn't explode. Something hit you, so you thought it exploded, and it was, like, a, you know, a random it, bug exploded. or It, it exploded. So my it, urethra was twice as long as what it was beforehand. <laughs> And it had a little slit on one side of it. Oh, man. I, I pee okay now, just in case you're wondering <laughs> or worried. I'm, I am fine now. But, the, again, there's a time to laugh, people, and there's a time to not. And I am somebody that errs on the side of laugh at everything. But, yeah. God damn it, if my girth worm is in your hand, don't you dare laugh at that now, motherfucker. If you use this in a stand-up bit, I just want to give uh, my point of view of you need to come up with a good crescendo of why they laughed. Even if it didn't happen. Come up with a funny reason of why they snickered, and it like my penis didn't actually explode, and it was, <laughs> you know, yeah. I had a there was a can of pop in the back that got too hot and exploded, and I don't know, there, there could be many avenues to go with that, but <laughs> or like you were like, are there? Like, they said you had some kind of big sore on there, and it just popped. That's all it was. Or like, and that's when I found out I had herpes. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the gift that keeps giving. Yeah, there's there's such an un. Uh, there's a hidden part of that story that I just need more information now. <laughs> I, I need more information. Maybe I go back to that hospital, find that doctor, find that nurse, and be like, what, can you please tell me what you were laughing about? It, it's got to be on an insurance form or something of, like, the name of the doctor, you know. I feel like we have a, we're going to have, like, a true crime thing now of, like, finding out this doctor. <laughs> Neither, workers' comp did not pay for the visit. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. I was pissing somewhere I shouldn't have been pissing. <laughs> 
However, I've thoroughly enjoyed peeing in places I'm not supposed to pee. <laughs> That's another story, another podcast for another day, right? It's so liberating. You ever just, <laughs> like, you got a perfectly good bathroom upstairs. You ever just walk out back and piss in the yard? I, I've got a sink down here in the basement I use a lot. Huh? There's that. <laughs> what was it? I actually I go camping, or I used to go camping before mm-hmm. I got married and had kids. Uh, but I used to go camping with a bunch of dudes all the time at Red River Gorge. And so one one year, there's not toilets where we go camping. It's just the woods, and I don't like squatting against a tree. So it's not my cup of tea or hanging over the edge of a limb or something like that. You so just I, hold on to it like a stripper and you know do the stripper well, lean. You can do that, but I like to relax, and that's not relaxing. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah. tense. So I took a five gallon bucket. From like a firehouse subs, the pickle uh-huh. bucket, and I cut the bottom of the bucket off, so it's just a hole. And then I actually at first would buy a nice toilet seat from the hardware store, cut notches in the bottom of it, rig it to the top of the bucket, and tape it up or whatever. And so then I have a porter potty that I'd go, I dig a hole, set the bucket on it, and enjoy myself in nature with a relaxing seat. And there's pictures of me in the woods of when we'd be camping. They're like, look at this dummy. We can see him from the campsite. Don't be shitting <laughs> so close to the campsite. And I'm like, I'm enjoying nature. Leave me alone. Best poops of my life, for sure. This is a first world solution for a third world problem, <laughs> and I fucking love it. Dude, it, I'd get the cushiony seats, too, and, and mount it to it. I started off with an egg crate. I was like, what can I do? So I busted the bottom of an egg crate out the first time. And mounted a toilet seat to it and was like, or didn't even do a toilet seat first. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can put a cheek on that side of the leg, create a cheek on that side. And I taped around it so it kind of had a, a containment of not getting stuff on me, splattering out on my pants or shoes. And then after that, I was like, oh, yeah, if I just cut the bottom of the bucket out, like, this will work. So now I keep a bucket on hand. Like, if anybody's ever like, hey, let's go camping real quick. I'm like, okay, let me get my shit bucket. And, uh, and I've got a special shovel I bought for it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I keep that shovel around so I can dig a hole and uh, help nature and bury it back up. But anyway, yeah, I, I recommend that. And you can get thicker buckets, too, for, like, you know, making sure it's sturdy. But some big people have used regular five-gallon buckets, and it, it didn't collapse. I haven't gone camping in a long time, and I feel like shitting was part of the problem. And you just, you're making my dream come true. This is Make-A-Wish Foundation Joshua version. I can go go. camping now. There you go. You know, I I like to make people's lives better. (laughs) I'm here for it. Those those are some good injuries, man. Uh, The the penis one, yeah, it just, it leaves something to linger in the mind. I'm going to be, I hate to say this, I'm going to be having nightmares about your penis now. (laughs) As as long as you're hanging on to my penis, we're good. (laughs) As long as you leave here knowing you're going to be thinking about my penis the rest of the day. Um, and now a lot of people have heard that story. I've told I've told it on our show. It's probably come up twice. <laughs> and they're and, like, "Okay, quit telling that story." I don't know. People <laughs> always ask me, "Hey, let's hear the penis story." <laughs> always. Yeah, we need to come up with a funny a crescendo to that. I, I can dig that. You're yeah. probably right. I need to go back and 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 really find these doctors. And because you were like, "Yeah, it healed up. It's fine." And I'm like, "Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> There's got to be more. Even if it's a lie, lie to me to make it funnier." <laughs> I can we'll, dig that. We'll, we'll come up with something. We'll, we'll pitch some ideas. Uh, so any other injuries that have happened since then? Uh, I mean, the the injury that I got healing right now, um, I don't know if, if I was jerking off or moving a box the wrong way in the truck. I mean, they both happened in the truck. So <laughs> it might have been in your driveway. There you go. But um, Yeah, you've delivered here, right? But, yeah, I don't know. It's just my shoulder's like, nope, we're done. I've just, had enough. Just gave out, huh? Right. I find ever since like 30, 38 now, ever since 30, everything just starts falling apart on me. And like, I'll, I'll be doing, I stretched in the bed the other day and pulled a muscle in my back. 
Like I was just, oh, such a great morning. Ah, yep. Couldn't couldn't sit up straight. Had to like get a massage, whatever thing, and put it on my back. I was just like, oh, for a whole day. Can't sleep with a pillow you're not on a first name basis with. <laughs> yeah. Every time I hear something pop, I'm like, do I need to go to the doctor? <laughs> like, or is it just my knees doing is, their normal is, thing? Is it time? Yeah. Is, is today my day? <laughs> Did it give out? But yeah, so that's a that's a classic story from from all times though. As soon as you hit the you hit twenty and you're you're at your prime, you hit twenty five, things kinda slow down. You hit thirty and you can have one beer <laughs> because you're like, I used to drink a whole case or a rack, you know, like and now I got things to do the next week, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and the problem with this is, is we're out of our thirty. We're out of our prime once we hit our thirties, and our women aren't. And that's very true. And, and now I don't know if it was the fucking injury I sustained at Scott's Lawn Service to my PP or what, <laughs> but I am with a woman who, whose sex drive is amazing. Oh yeah, it's so amazing. It's almost scary. Yeah, it gets better with age, right? And unfortunately, I have a twelve-hour cooldown. <laughs> All right. For some reason now. It's all the pressure you have built up behind your penis. That's why. I guess. <laughs> now we have sex and it's like, oh, what? you want to go again? I, find a stick. Tie a stick around this motherfucker. Cause, uh, well, they've got the, the blue chews now and they've got the, you know, they've got all kinds of things that can uh, help you along in those areas. Well, I did pop a Viagra the other, a half a Viagra. Oh, the other no. Night. And let me tell you what. <laughs> I, it, there was no struggle. Like I, I had an ab workout afterwards because I was going so like I was, I got yeah. a foot cramp. I started throwing in this one move to the left, and I'm telling you what. And then halfway through the night, I wake up and there it is, just bam, ready to go again. I'm like, dude, this is amazing. Yeah. Why does Viagra gotta be so goddamn expensive? But <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of uh, makeshift ones. Maybe you get them as a an advertisement for the show, uh, Blue Chew. But Blue Chew's got one that you just chew this gum uh-huh. and it's supposed to help. Not as good as Viagra, I reckon, but it's like right up there. They help with men's stuff. I just heard about it. I don't really know. <laughs> Blue Chew? No, I, I've heard of this, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's basically like a, a Viagra supplement in a and way. And it's a gum? Yeah. I chew gum all the goddamn time. There you time. go, man. Be walking around full full uh, attention <laughs> all I, the time. I, I come to fuck bitches and chew gum, and guess what? If I got gum, I'm doing the other one. <laughs> Kick ass and chew bubble gum. That was a classic. Yeah. Dazed and confused. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my all-time favorite movies. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper did it in a movie as well. I think that's where it originated. Because Rowdy Roddy Piper did a movie where he, if he put these glasses on, he could Alien see the- Nation? It, yeah. Where he where he could see uh, these aliens that were in human disguise or yeah. whatever. Yeah, he come into a bank with a shotgun and something. And he was like, "I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum." Start shooting aliens, yeah. but nobody knows they're aliens. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of the movie. It wasn't Alien Nation because Alien Nation had the bald people with the spots on their head. I bet I can figure it out. Hmm. I know the movie though because yeah. I remember watching it with my uh, sperm donor one time yeah. when I was real little. Yeah. Right. Your sperm donor. Yeah, it's my biological father. Okay, He's, gotcha, gotcha. I was like, wait a minute. My my dad's my dad. My sperm donor's my biological father. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't piece it together because I just thought of your dad as rubbing dirt on things. So yeah. <laughs> thought it was just your, your cute little nickname for dad. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, this is a really fun show, man. I appreciate you sharing all of your intimate things. And like I said, we'll come up with a reason your penis exploded 
And uh, I could see why you would need a 12-hour cool-down afterwards if that's the kind of pressure you're pushing out for just urine. I could imagine semen is just, like, really going to drain you. Because it's thick. (laughs) All of your proteins, all of your electrolytes. Like, yeah, I need a rest. (laughs) I need a sandwich. I need a Coke Zero and a nap. (laughs) There you go. Oh, man. Well, uh yeah, that, I think that's, that makes a good show right there. I feel like that's going to bring us to a good crescendo. Like I said, if you have ideas out there of why his penis could have exploded, let us know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, your wife's a doctor. Yeah, we'll we'll run it by her. Uh, I'll, I'll ask the question. How I'll, long I'm, has she been a doctor? Uh, quite a while. She uh, graduated college in 2001. Oh, you know what? It was a male doctor anyways. It wouldn't have been your wife. Right. I was just wondering if your wife had seen my PP. <laughs> she did do some nurse work in like Lexington, so... It was around there. It was up here. (laughs) I'm glad she didn't see your pee-pee. I'm glad, too. Uh, (laughs) Make things really awkward. Hi, remember me? (laughs) You laughed at my dad. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Just why? It's haunted me forever. Um, Thanks for being on the show. I really hope to try to be on your guys' show sometime soon. You're welcome anytime. Yeah, man. I really want to get to hang out with everybody. As I, I listen to you, and like I said, I feel like I get to, I feel like I'm hanging out with you anyway. So it'd be fun to be in studio to do some things like that. Um, and that's the biggest compliment is when you say, it feels like we're there, it feels like I'm hanging out with you anyways. That right. is the best compliment we can get. Yeah. So go check them out, The Inner Idiot, um, everything but Apple Podcast. I was on everything but Stitcher for a while. I'm not on Stitcher either. Yeah, I was going to say, I used to give them a hard time, like, screw Stitcher. But I think I'm on there now. Uh, <laughs> so uh, go check them out, guys. Listening to them, uh, it's it's a blast. It's a fun time. Uh, Shorty talks about comic books sometimes and gets in-depth. That's pretty fun. Uh, Ava's facts are just spot on. They're they're pretty funny, they're bringing up some different facts that go on here and there. And like I said, you're, it's never a dull moment with Tyler, so make sure to get in there. Have a good time with them. Um, I think that's all the advertisements to do. Like I said, follow, like, share, subscribe. We had a new uh, uh, review that happened on iTunes or Apple Podcasts the other day. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that review. If you don't, if you haven't done that, get on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, tell people how awesome the show is, so it gets out there to bless more people in their ear holes. Other than that, uh, I think that does us good. So. I guess we'll talk at you next time. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Thanks for having me. All right. We'll see you.